he's back, and uh, he went to he went to hell twice. <laughs> uh, once hell. on the way in, and once on the way out, and <laughs> uh, otherwise known as the Denver International Airport. And you happen to be there. I'm, I'm, you're going to tell the story here sure. in a second, but sure. you happen to be there when we're sitting here looking at the story of of them having to like shut down stuff at Denver International Airport. Was this when I left? Yeah, I didn't even know. No, I you were I'd... you were back already. Oh, oh, you, you oh. had just gotten home and they started to shut down stuff at the oh, airport. Oh, I dodged that bullet. I, yes, I totally did. didn't see that story. Yeah. Well, you know, DIA is a big, big honking airport, and. Yeah, I, I I love our airport. I know a lot of folks wanted to, you know, big, they want to make it bigger and they mm-hmm. want all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that it's small and easily <laughs> navigable. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So I you got I got off a D I, coming back. I had no problems going. Yeah, uh, coming back. Just a very quick story. Sure. Uh, uh, I land in Denver from from uh, uh, Grand Junction. Uh, and, uh, I land at one gate. I have to get a flight an hour from then. It's my next flight home is boarding. Okay. The, the, the gate for that flight is on the, the exact most furthest end of the opposite side of the airport, which is like a quarter mile or something stupid like that. Right. So my, you know, unhealthy ass had to traipse across the airport with this heavy ass gym bag hanging off my shoulder. I thought I was going to die. I finally got there. I'm doused in sweat just as they're boarding. It took me 45 minutes to, to get across the airport, man. Yeah. So I love our airport. Oh, yeah. Keep it small, man. Keep it small and uncomplicated. Well, and, and you know, with, with Chick-fil-A being the exception, because you can't get waffle fries on Sunday, <laughs> oh, Trey. big deal. Yeah. I can get I can but, get to my plane in five minutes. But, yeah, they, they have uh, they put in some good restaurants over there, too, at, our, at our airport. Yeah, our airport's got some good restaurants. You know man. what? Denver has some superb restaurants. Do I they? couldn't visit any of them because I was in transit it, uh, the entire yeah. time I was there. Man, I, I feel your pain. I've been there. Uh, Dallas, uh, DFW's the oh. same Way. Dallas in, sucks. In fact, at DFW, you got to get on a train if yes. you want to go to your next Denver. gate. Yeah, right. a little train. Uh, Miami, you know, yeah. Mi- Miami's really weird because that's where all the drugs come into the country. Rock on. So they walk up with these dogs that are sniffing you in all kinds of places. Hey, there's right. a cold nose back there. God, <laughs> what is that? You know, nah, everybody's the, high, even the TSAs at Denver. Yeah, so. and and Atlanta <laughs> is the largest on planet Earth. Right. So that is, that's even bigger than New York, man. So yeah. you go to Atlanta. That's a whole week. You know, that's a week. That's a, You just might as well take a week out of your life. Well, yeah, Chicago O'Hare is a big, <laughs> yeah, complicated, yeah, you know, I'm not yeah, a fan. Yeah, it's kind of big, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I was glad to get back home. I don't miss Colorado at all. I don't miss any of it. Yeah. I love Texas. God bless Texas, Amen man. On that. So that was my trip. It was yeah. a cool trip. Cool trip. Well, and you graduated your baby girl. Yeah, that yeah. that was a pretty uh, you know uh, intense moment, and uh, uh, it was it was really uh, she she did quite well, but the four years went fast. You know, that's <laughs> a quick four years. God, doesn't but, it? Yeah, doesn't yeah. it? I, I put up a post yesterday mm-hmm. of Annabelle at eight months old Saw sleeping that. on my arm. Yeah, just sleeping. We went to sleep together. Right, and then uh, just on Saturday at that wedding, I did up in Sisterdale and look, and I said I. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I blinked and I woke up and she was that big. Oh, so Jack's daughter is graduating uh, uh, high school this yes. week. Yes, she, that's right, yes. Golly, what is going well, I, on, I've only man? ever met her once, and it was when we uh. went to that, that Star Wars thing she was there. Yeah. And she was just, you know, like a little kid. Yeah. Now, <laughs> they just keep growing. Well, let me tell you something. Like us. Something, right, like about, us. Her. something about her real quick. 
Uh, you know how smart her daddy is, and I yes. call him Professor? Yes. She's twice as smart as him. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine insane. that's some interesting conversations there I mean, when they disagree about she something. She's a smart girl, man. Twice as smart as her daddy, and you know how smart that man is. I'd be like Socrates and Plato oh, arguing oh, over lunch. It's insane, you know. I just want to walk <laughs> over in a corner and have a taco. You know, like, I'm just going to watch this while I munch on my fajitas. <laughs> well, it's great. But, but it's a cool time of year, you know, yeah. in general for this stuff, but. Uh, I definitely love getting back home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for keeping the shop uh, oh, open, no, as it were. no problem. J.D. did great. Yeah. You know, he's always ready to get, get in there and get going. So, oh, yeah. um, I, I've been talking a little bit this morning, just to t- you know toss this out there real quick, that our Texas legislature, yeah. th- this is the stuff that really matters. Yes. Right? We talk about FBI, and that matters, and we talk about Biden, and once again, him lying about his son in Japan. We'll tell you that story in a minute, but... You know, the stuff that really matters is right here what the Texas legislature is, is attempting to get done. they got one more week. It's right. over on the 29th, so this right. is the final week. Unless the governor calls a special session, I bet he will. Um, but it's him and it's Lieutenant Governor Ab, uh, Patrick and it's the Speaker Phelan. And they got together yesterday, the big three, to talk about big three issues. And, and what really gets me about this is they knew these were going to be the big three issues coming into the session, and here we get down the last week, and they don't have them done yet. It just drives me nuts. But they, they do this every, every time, time, man. Every the controversial time. bills get in at the very end when they get to go away and, you know, it just drives suffer me nuts. any flack from it. If this is your priority, and these, these yeah. three are the priority, property taxes, power grid, and education, school right. choice, if that's your priority – then attack it at the very beginning yes. and get it done and then, you know, mess around with all the little stuff later. So they had a meeting yesterday about what they're going to do about these without having to call a special session or whatever. Right. And I'm starting to lose hope that they're not going to get anything done on property tax relief. They may tinker around with, like, higher value, higher deductions and and uh, capping the valuations right. more, which <clears throat> that stuff is meaningless. you got to go big and you got to go bold and you got to do some serious reform on property tax relief here in the state. Uh, if you're really going to change the system, it just seems to me like they're just not serious about that. I, I, well, I'm sure they're serious, would, but it, and yeah. why would that be? Why yeah. would they not be serious uh, specifically about that one? See, it's one thing to to, to vote for anti tranny stuff. It's another thing to vote for abortion and regulating it uh, out of existence. Okay, but when you look at something like property taxes, what are you messing with? A revenue source, absolutely. And these are, after all, politicians. And I don't care if they're a Republican or a Democrat. They don't like mu- messing with the with the money river. They just don't. Nope. It, it's not controversial to the public. Everybody wants property taxes down. I'm a homeowner now. I want the damn things to go down. It's unfair. It's theft. But they are politicians, and that's a money source. Well, on Friday when you were gone, um, and you know, I just kicked open the seven o'clock hour, and I said, "Look, here's what I would do. If you know, if I were king of Texas for the day, <laughs> I and wish I, you were. By the way, that's George Strait. George Strait. <laughs> oh, is that? oh yeah. okay. But um, if I were king of Texas for a day, what I would do is unleash our energy production. Oh, yeah. So I would tell Washington, go to hell. I don't need you. We don't need Washington. Yeah. And I would drill, baby, drill here in the state of Texas. I would unleash all the natural gas I could get out. If I'd frack away, baby. Oh, You'd find yeah, me man. fracking in every place. <laughs> Just trays of fracking. <laughs> There's so many things I could say, and I'm not going to. That is so funny. And then I would build more nuke plants. I'd go out in right. West Texas in the middle of the desert where there's nothing but armadillos and rattlesnakes. <laughs> you know, right, and I'd build right. more nuke plants. We got one over in Bay City, Baytown actually so i'd build them out in the west texas and yes i would put up some solar panels where it's sunny all the time and i would put up some more windmills where it's windy all the time but i would not totally rely on that i would rely on gas natural gas oil 
and, of course, uh, the nuke. And that's what I would do, and I would sell all of that and cancel property taxes. Well, yeah, (laughs) there would be no need. I mean, oh, my God, I I don't know what the state laws are and what federal oversight is, but would would we be able to export that stuff ourselves? Well, see, and that's what I said was— See, how does that work? Well, Tenth Amendment, right? Right. So uh, we say to the federal government, you work for us. We don't work for you. Right. You do what we say. We're not here to do what you say. Exactly. That's what we say to D.C., and we say, to hell with you. We'll even control our own border. This, this you know, 1,500 well, yeah. miles of it, land down here is ours. It, it's like become our own country yes. just b- beneath the line of actually doing That's it. That's right. But, like, act like that. That's right. Sell Texas oil around the whoever wants a contract. You got it. They're, they're solid, whether it's a country or a company. We sell Texas oil everywhere. This would be the richest, not state in America, but the, one of the richest places on planet Earth. That's it. it, yeah. it you know, and we could do more. We could sell more than Bahrain. We could sell yeah. more than Saudi Arabia. Mm. We have the ports up and down the, the coast right. that, where we can ship it out. You just pull your ship up, and we'll just load it up. We'll right. fill it up all the way. We have the refiner, refineries. Now, we'll need to build more refining capacity, no doubt about that. But I got no problem with that. If you're making so much money off of your energy industry, and, and that's exactly how I put it Friday. I said, look, we just walk up to secession. We act like we have seceded. That's great. That's what we do. I like that. We act like that, but we don't actually secede. Right. But we say, Tenth Amendment's in effect, baby. We tell you what, what, uh, you know, what you're going to do. You don't tell us what, what uh, we're going to do. And then we, we can take care of property tax relief. We can take care of the power grid, which is number two on their list of right, things to right. do. And we can fully fund education without a problem if you unleash our energy. Well, yeah, and, and you, you, we talk about these, these contracts or these investors, you know, and you, you're not looking at any kind of return for, what, 10 years at least? Right. But if, if, if uh, Texas is pumping out the natural resources and we're making contracts with other people, you're going to see investors flood into this state. Right. To get these rigs going. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a win-win for us. That's right. Somebody just said, are you guys talking about, uh, you know, Texas? No, we're not talking about no. Texas. No. Just beneath that. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's there's a, a lot of idea. people that yeah, are. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. would love to text it, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but here's what I do say about this. What do we get from D.C.? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Here, no, wait. You know what we get from, from Bunch D.C.? Bunch of headaches. Animosity. Yeah. Disdain. Right. And they 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 want to take this state down. That's why they're flooding it sure. with these illegals. That's why they're flooding it with fentanyl. Yeah, they freaking hate Texas. That's exactly right. So I'm not talking about Texas. What I'm talking about is we're becoming an independent state. Well, yeah, which yeah. we which operate we... as an independent state. And you know what? The only reason we would, would go down that road is because our federal government has placed us in that position Absolutely. to have to. Well, that's the way we were before, and that's right, the way you're right. supposed to be. That's the idea of classic federalism, yeah. right? A term that doesn't mean the same thing as what it did back then, but federalism is. We're a collection of 50 states who operate autonomously. We're, we're little nations. Yes, we're we a are. tapestry of little nations with our own borders and that's our it. own needs. So let's act like it. I, I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Let's take a break. More Warren Rima coming up for you at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Quarter Moon will get the job done for you in a professional manner that you're just absolutely going to love. First of all, you're going to love dealing with the guys at Quarter Moon. They're clean. They're sharp. They are well-trained. 
lots of experience in what they're doing at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Whether it is a plumbing issue and you need a, a, a plumber fast who's got a fully stocked truck and ready to take care of your issue, or it's AC time, and that's for sure. It is AC time, and you need to have your AC uh, checked out. You need to have your AC gone through. That includes adding refrigerant if you need it. That includes cleaning out the drain line, cleaning out the box of all the grass clippings and everything else. Your friends at Quarter Moon, they do it all for you at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Just give them a call when you need them. They'll be there for you. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Partly sunny, 88 today, a thunderstorm possible tonight and tomorrow. Right now it's 73 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like we've got a new trouble spot. One, two, yeah, yeah. 7.22 at KTSA with Ware and Ryman. Great Scott. Yeah? Let's talk about Tim Scott. Let's do it. It's <laughs> a, Interesting, he's uh, on the top of my pile. <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, announced yesterday, obviously, and uh, just get the mic drop was kind of weird, you know. And <laughs> But people started chanting, yeah. you know, Tim Scott, so it, it worked out well. It was a powerful speech. Mm-hmm. Very folksy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he talked a lot about uh, you know uh, his thoughts on uh, obviously Black Lives Matter and CRT and all that stuff. Talking about how he grew up. He's a you know parents divorced. I think at seven uh, when he was seven years of age, raised by a single mom mm-hmm. uh, in a one uh, room apartment. Also grew up with his grandparents in a crummy little house somewhere. You know had had every. Obstacle in the way. Uh, he talked about suffering, you know, being followed by the cops and racism that he endured, all that stuff. Very powerful stuff. But when you really boil it down, when he really started, he talked about how, you know, I'm, I'm going to be big on, hey, you can make it uh, uh, go against a lot of this race stuff that we're hearing now, which obviously would be very effective for him. But when you boil it down to his policies and what he wants to do, it's all Trump stuff. Pretty much. It's Trump stuff. DeSantis is going to announce any moment now or sometime this week, we think, and probably going to be roughly about the same thing. It's it's going to be hard for them to distinguish themselves beyond their own personal stories from what Trump wants to do. And and you know, I was talking to my wife about this. You know, If Trump goes kind of 2016-y and goes down to the name-calling thing and uh, with the Republic, the Republicans, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to work. He needs to be the OT, the original Trump, and say, hey, wow, I'm so happy that these guys are running on my agenda and are running on my ideas, but if you really just want me to do it, vote for me. Right. Because they're all going to be, in a sense, espousing the same pilot immigration. Scott talked about immigration, the border. Mm. If you don't have a border, if, you're back, if, you're, if you don't uh, have your back door locked, okay, your house, you don't have a house. I mean, same thing about mm. the, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. Very Trumpy uh, econ- economy, supply chain stuff. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it was a rousing speech. I'm glad to see more people popping up. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're going to be running on the same things that Trump's running on. Mm-hmm. You know, with the witches on the brew yesterday, Whoopi and her girls, <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they said that he's um, he, he's not really black. Oh, of course. You know, yeah, well, I figured. He... Uh, <laughs> She, Whoopi said he's got Clarence Thomas syndrome, that oh, he's a white guy trapped in a black guy's body. Yeah, and well. because of his policies, well. he's not really black. He'd be a liberal Democrat if he were really black. And, mm. you know, which they never get called out on their racism, right? That's they incredibly never do. racist. If you were to go on a view and say it, if I were to go on a view and say it, oh, you're such a racist and all that stuff, right? He said his life disproves the lives of the, the lies of right. the radical left, and he's right. He's got the backing of Elon Musk. Yes. And yes, he does. He's 
the leader in money raised for Republican candidates, yes. and that includes Donald Trump and, and Ron DeSantis combined. This is true. So he's in. It's going to be interesting to watch and see what happens. DeSantis is going to get in tomorrow. He's tomorrow. going to Miami to, to make a speech, and he's going to get in tomorrow. And DeSantis said, look, I can serve for eight years, Trump only four. He's 44, young, right. virile, you know, yeah. full of piss and vinegar and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and that he would put that there's probably about six or so, well, maybe four, Supreme Court justices who are ready to right. go away. And he said he would replace them all with conservatives. That's DeSantis and what he said. So it's it's an interesting time. Donald Trump may not factor into this at all. Something that I brought up the other day when you were out. Um, his for- Yesterday, in fact, his former attorney, Ty Cobb, right. says he thinks Trump's going to jail. That's his really? attorney, yeah. Wow. Then yesterday there was another one, and I forget who. It wasn't Bill Barr. Who was it? Somebody else said the same thing yesterday, that he more than – and these are conservatives who are Trump people. Right. Um, that he's in a whole lot of trouble with this document thing at Mar-a-Lago that the government has him on obstruction. They're seeing documents that prove this now, and they're seeing the evidence that the government has on obstruction, and that he actually did obstruct justice, and he did it himself. He didn't, like, appoint somebody to go do it, that Trump was in the middle of this himself. And these guys are saying he's going to go to jail. Now, first of all, if that happens, watch out streets of America, okay? (laughs) You thought January 6th was a good time, was a party. The streets of America are going to be incredible at that point. But look, here's the deal. He's so far ahead of DeSantis right now. Oh, yeah. 65 to 35 in the latest yeah, poll. I mean, that's politi- politically, that's light years at this stage. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they know that, that uh, Joe Biden has nothing up here left. <sighs> they know he's running on right. fumes, right? So uh, the only thing they can do to keep him or get him out of the game, they got to lock him up. They've got to put him in jail. And they're going to try. Well, you know, and Bill Barr is an interesting source because I – I don't Barr, know it was him. It, Ty Cobb was one of them. Well, I'm no, not it sure It makes sense if it was Bill yeah, Barr. I, I, would, I would get that, you know, because he's pretty objective. He's honest about the things he disagreed with Trump over. and yeah. But, you know, he was a fan of his policy. So right. I – I don't know. I mean, I, I, I certainly it's, – it's not hard to imagine that they want his ass in jail to get him off the campaign trail. Right. And they have a track record of putting people in jail – just because they're political opponents or they're annoying or whatever, so why wouldn't they? I mean, they they've gone they they went so far as to raid his private property. They went so far as to indict him. Why wouldn't they uh, on something that uh, may or may not actually get somebody uh, other in jail? Put his ass in jail, then he's no problem. Well, see, and we already know the FBI and the swamp has no problem planting evidence. No, they apparently have no not. problem interfering in elections. They did it in 16. They did it in 2020. Yeah. Right? That's how we got Joe Biden. Right. Because they interfered in the election. So I fully <clears throat> anticipate that they're going to interfere in the next election, and I fully anticipate they want chaos in the streets. Well, they'll get it. Yeah, they will. <laughs> They, they lock him up. They will get that. It's going to happen. Not calling for it. No, it's going to happen. Just being observant. Yeah. So so anyway, okay, we'll take a quick break. More Warren Rima coming up as I tell you about M&G Bank and what they can do for you and your family. And they have more than 80 branch locations. So they've got them all over the place to take care of you, your needs. You can walk into one of their branches and say hi, and the people will meet with you and do what you need done. 
or you can do like Nancy and I do most of it online. Uh, it's really a great deal. We uh, we hooked up with them several years ago, more than a decade ago, because we wanted to refi our mortgage. Thank God we did, because it turned out to be the right thing to do with the right folks, and that's Amogee. So it might be that for you. It might be your f- personal family business, or if you've got a family business, a family-run business. We have one of those, too. And the folks over at Amogee are great at family-run businesses. In fact, that's where they focus a lot of their attention both large, mega, you know, type businesses, but also small mom-and-pop shops, they can help you out. They really, really can be very helpful to you and your family for all types of banking services. Amogee Bank, and they're strong and they're powerful, and I have complete faith in them and trust. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. As we grow older, the most important thing to... Uh-huh. This ain't no disco. It ain't? What is it? Ha. It ain't no country club either. Oh, yeah. Neighborhood corner park. LA. Mm-hmm. Right. Now she mentions Budweiser in this song, but she doesn't <laughs> say Bud Light because they're buying back a bunch of stale beer. At Bud Light. They're buying back the out of date yep, beer from what right. they're damn near what 800 yeah. you know wholesalers or, or retailers across the country. Yeah, well, they're buying back the beer it's not selling. They're down 28 percent from this time last year. 28. percent I've said it, man. This brand is gone. Yeah, they just need yeah. to move on because yeah. it's over for Bud Light. It's over. They just right. they, they killed bury, it. Bury the corpse. Yep. Move on. Uh, just one final comment. Uh, you brought up uh, Tim Scott in the presidential race in the oh, last yeah. half yeah. hour. So just one final comment on that. He's a black man. Did you realize that he's a black man? He's black. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a black man. I didn't know. Came from poor background. He's raised so by white. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the That's way right. he acts. That's he's... right. So he's a black man, and then you've got um, an Indian woman. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, uh, that's uh, right. You got an Indian man. That's right. Mar- Ramaswamy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ramaswamy. And, and then you got a, a couple of white guys in there so far. And you've got a couple of others that are looking and getting in that are going to be probably another female might, might get in. But anyway, the point is they're stuck with an old white <laughs> racist on the Democrat side, old white male racist on the right. Democrat side. Look at all the diversity on the Republican There's side. A, you know, and, there has, and that's been true for a few election cycles. Mm-hmm. This isn't new. Mm-mm. All right. We we are routinely, and I'm not a Republican, but I mean, that side of things routinely is offering up a really diverse crowd, right? And uh, the other side, they, they I've said this for years, man. Joe Biden is everything a decent liberal should despise. He's a establishment corrupt white guy who's a racist, you know, and, and, and possibly a, a, a sex weirdo, you know, with the sniffing and all that. He should be everything they despise. That's right. And yet he's their guy. Well, I, you know, secretly I think <laughs> they do despise him. I think they realize that Obama's, you know, pulling the strings on this oh, show. Yeah, yeah. the show, right? Yeah. So, you know, but they're kind of stuck with him, and they've got to stay. Yeah. they got to say stupid stuff like Joy Reid said the other day, and I played it yesterday morning, and that is, well, they're not going to have a primary on the Democrat side because the sitting president is a Democrat and he wants to be reelected. So we're not even going to have a primary. So the two others that are in it, very white Marianne Williams at home. right. And 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 the the guy that would actually be a good mm. choice for them in RFK Jr. Yeah, absolutely. Who's actually got some good ideas. Yeah. And he's polling at 20 percent. That's huge. It's well, huge. they put themselves in this position. They really did. And, and it's arrogance and hypocrisy. 
You know, it, it really just was about getting, you know, beating Donald Trump. It really was all about that. Remember Obama famously said, it's been reported, Joe, you don't have to do this. Oh, he did So say. very obviously yeah. he was set up from the, from the instant, from, or from very early on, mm-hmm. as we've got to put a white guy out there who can win. Mm-hmm. And Joe's the guy. And, uh, and we'll put the black chick on there with him. Put the black chick yeah. on it because this is how they think. This is how their primitive minds, <laughs> all they care one-dimensional about. thinking. That's it. Put a black chick on the other side of that ticket. And we're in. Plus, we'll cheat the hell out of the election which through COVID, did. which, which we did. believe they did, right? And, and the deep state. And the deep state. Win-win, but they didn't think about the next chapter of the of the story there. What do you do when Joe's got to run again? Uh-huh. You know, I mean, this... They didn't they, figure they he have, would. No, they didn't. They figured they he'd be running Kamala. To. Well, they, they underestimated his arrogance as well. That's right. Joe Biden, this is all he's wanted his entire sting of life. If he's not even half in his brain... The half that's still there ain't going to walk away from it. Let's talk about that for just a second because, you know, he was in Japan. Right. And while speaking to reporters and others there, uh, actually our, our forces, he was talking to our soldiers. They took the American media and removed them a long way away where the cameras could not pick up what Joe was saying. You <laughs> right, know what he was right. saying? He was what? telling the our troops in Japan. That we lost Bo fighting in Iraq. Oh, come on, man. Now, look, here's the deal. He has said this so many times. Bo died with brain cancer in Bethesda, Maryland, at Walter Reed. That's where Bo died. Which is sad. Yes, so, sad enough. You know, sure it's it very is. sad. But either Joe believes that he can continue the lie, like he knows he's lying, and he's, he believes he can continue this lie, or he's so far gone that he really believes this this story about Bo. Neither one of those is good for the country. No, and it, 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 it isn't. He's the president, it, and it could be a mixture of both. Yeah, I mean, it really could. could. I, I, you know, as far as the lying thing, I think he's been lying so long. He he's also not a guy who's all that connected to social media and the internet. So he doesn't. I, I don't think he actually realizes or understands or comprehends that people could check his bullcrap in seconds. And we do. He's been lying his whole life unchecked, basically, except for, you know, losing a couple of presidential elections. Really, he's been getting away with it. But now he can't. But he doesn't understand that. You add the fact that he's got some kind of decline into that trip. Yeah. He probably does believe it at this point. Right, right, he right. He probably right. does. I, I heard some guys talking the other day about how him sitting around talking to some touring musicians, would he, you know, Joe would be saying, yeah, I opened for the Monkees back in 1967. <laughs> you know, I was the opening act. Because you know, that's, you know, that's what he does. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Trey, when Tommy Edison and I were, were coming right. up with this electrical idea. It was my idea. He stole it idea. from me. He stole it. Not yeah. a joke. He stole it from me. And you remember that cotton gin? I invented the light bulb. That cotton gin thing. Eli. <laughs> Eli. Eli. We were sitting around one afternoon in the pub, and Eli, you know, I gave Eli the idea, and he went and built the gin. Well, I mean, it is that bad because he, is. he was in Japan, and he was talking about how he has worked so hard to reduce the deficit. He's basically gotten rid of the deficit. <laughs> oh, has he? Yeah. With wow. $32 trillion in debt, the highest wow. deficit we've ever had in, in our nation. It's really amazing. And, and he got rid of the deficit. And then he called. He said, I've been working really hard with the South Korean leader, President Loon. Loon. <laughs> As in Looney. He said Loon? The name I is, is Yoon Suk Yaru. 
That's the name of the South <laughs> Korean president. Loon or Chong it's or whatever. Not even Tommy close. Chong, whatever his name is. It's not even close to Loon. Loon. It's Yao. <laughs> Loon. Did he call him Loon? Loon. President Loon from, from I mean, South Korea. How, we laugh, but how embarrassing is this guy? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's the president of the United States. And you know, Mr. Loon. We're, we're, we're watching this. You know Xi and well, Putin yeah. and the others are watching this, too. Oh, he just called him Loon. <laughs> He called Yao Loon, the fool. He's done. You know, I mean, it's 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 embar- It's so sad and yeah. weird, and yeah. You know, I heard you, and it was it was. I, I like what you said about you know people want solutions, and and yeah. you know what what do we? And and I I agree with you. You know, I how do you how how could anyone really predict what's going to happen? Yeah, politically, uh, economically, diplomatically, milit- militarily uh, to this country. I, I, I've ne- could you? I mean, I always kind of knew we'd get here, mm-hmm. you know, but I never really comprehended or could predict just how vast and bad it would be. I've heard you say it on the nine to eleven, and I wholeheartedly agree. I've said it too. What's going to destroy our country are the stupid people. Yes, that's what's going to destroy yes. America. The stupid people. Yes. Yes. All right, quick break, and the days are coming up next here on KTSA. I want to tell you about Diamond Dex at Diamond Dex TX. I'm there right now looking at all their various uh, uh, products that they do, patio covers and room enclosures and outdoor fireplaces and outdoor pavilions and custom iron doors and kitchens and patios and composite decks and custom decks. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Beautiful stuff that they have for you at Diamond Dex, Diamond Dex TX. Now, you can also see videos of their work you know whether it's an outdoor kitchen or an outdoor space that they have built for somebody testimonials from uh you know very satisfied customers it's all online at diamonddextx.com it's diamonddextx.com if you're all about outdoor living and in this part of the country we can we can do it year round you know that uh, diamond Dex is ready to work with you to you know make your dreams become a reality which is exactly what they do whether you have an existing outdoor living space or you want to create one from nothing they can help you DiamondDexTX.com. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air conditioner. 7.51 with Warren Rima, KTSA. What day is hey, it? Wait, hang on. Is that rap? <laughs> no, no, no. Is this rap? No, it's just rap scares some me. Some good old R&B, man. This I'm is been, R&B? I've been pulling out some different stuff. Rap? We, we've been doing a lot of heavy rock and roll stuff, but I've been throwing in some various things right. here in the last few days for the bump of tunes. So well, this, this feels one. like rap, and rap scares no, me. No, no, it's not rap. Um, oh, okay, oh. well, it's the, uh, what is it, the 23rd. Uh, it's Lucky Penny Day. Yes, it is. Like, what's a penny? <laughs> 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 you so, want to mess with a 19-year-old's brain uh, that works at a Circle K, go in there, or a 7-Eleven, go in there, uh, give him cash for something, and then say, oh, wait, I got a penny, Yeah, and just see what happens. Or pay all in pennies. Or pay all in pennies. Yeah. But, but just having having them do the math right. on a penny will it's fun to watch. cripple them for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an interesting one. It's the International Day to End Obstetric Fistula. Okay, good. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> We don't want I'm any more. I'm not laughing obst- at people with obstetric fistula. That's a bad thing, man. That just sounds kind of funny. Well, um, you, you know what that is, right? No, I don't. Okay, keep going. 
<laughs> oh, you've had it? You've had James has had it. He's had everything. This guy is a walking you've science had experiment. Obstetric fistula. Uh, I I thought it was fistula, but it's fistula. I don't know. It's fistula. Yeah. I had it's, I had it's a fistula. Fistula is a store. Sounds like Dracula wants the yeah, box. Yeah, but Go it's in, it's in a place you really 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 right. don't oh, okay. want it. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, it, it has to be surgically repaired. It's uh, obstetric would tell you where it would be. Fistula is a sore. It's a sore yeah. and a Yes, yes. You know, yeah. have you ever gotten those little tiny little like uh, sores inside your mouth on your gums? And sometimes that's a fistula. Yeah, that's, that's a, a fistula. 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 Mm-hmm. Again, it sounds like Stallone playing Dracula. <laughs> um, it's uh, let's see, National Taffy Day. Okay, Are you a taffy fan? Uh, yeah, yes. I don't do it too much anymore because of the teeth. But yes, well, yes, I lo- and yes. Yeah, I grew up, you know, at the beach. Uh, you know, I always got a taffy store at the mm-hmm. beach on the boardwalk, man. So I grew up eating taffy. But yeah, if I did that now, I'd pull out all my teeth. Yes, I need Dr. Mark Avercole. <laughs> and uh, finally, it's World Turtle Day. So find yourselves a turtle and just be loving on. A turtle man, just give a turtle a big old squeeze. Well, that's nice. They love it when you squeeze them. You Turtles ever had a turtle? love it. I have. Yeah. We used to find them in the backyard, right. and he'd keep them in a box for like you know a few weeks. I screwed up when I was it. a kid, about four years old. What? what it's traumatic. I can remember this. What did you do? To, this many years later, oh, you did something to a turtle? Not on purpose. What did you do? Well, I, I had a little toy, t- tiny little. They call them a toy turtle. They're a little bit small turtles, right. about that big around, about yeah. the size of a quarter. Right. Kept him in a tank on the back of the commode. Right. In the back of the toilet. Yeah, yeah that's where he kept. That was where he lived. And Happy so life. I reached in there while I was standing there at about four years doing my business and i reached into the tank and i pulled him out and i was looking at him and i i dropped no, him no. burial at sea huh? i dropped him yeah and he went right to the bottom he's gone the shell he's in him. he's now 265 pounds living say, in a san antonio sewer is he somewhere in a sewer he's like a, he's like a he's like a river monster now his, his name is donatello <laughs> <laughs> Donatello's is that's name. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's about all I got. It's Memorial Day weekend coming yes. up. I think we don't know. If we, I think we're off. I don't know. We'll find uh, out. I don't know. I, I believe we I are, no but I'm not too sure. I'm going to go to the football game on Sunday. Uh, oh, Gunslingers. Yes, very cool. Because I'm going to watch the racing on on Sunday, and then right. over at Cap's house, and then I got to leave there and go to the football game for the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers at the Freeman Coliseum. And it's killer football. It's awesome. Oh, football. yeah, I've heard really very good things so. about it. So, cool. But but this this week is special because we're you know thinking about those who are fallen uh, that gave us our freedoms. You well, know? you know, I, I hate to say it, but and this is not an indictment, but a lot of people, it's just a day off. It's mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm not I'm not I'm not being critical of people enjoying their families and being out and doing picnics and cookouts because that's in memorializing folks who have given up everything their for lives. this country. One of the re- things they gave up their lives for is our ability to hang out That's with each correct. other and have a picnic and right. and you know all that stuff. That's so, right. but we we do need to remember on That's Memorial right. Day. Well, they have Memorial Day sales and they never mention the fallen. No, you know, they never talk it's about too much that. of a bummer. You know. Or they, you know, this is the official opening to the river, floating the river, right, right. Or all, all those places up and down the river, or pools in the neighborhoods right. and city pools open up on Memorial Day and all that. Or Jaws will bite your head off. One or the other. Because that was Memorial Day, too, wasn't it? In the I movie? Think, I think it kick off of summer. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, would have been Memorial was. Day. That's right. And so, anyway, um, you know, it's it's all that. but And then all that's fine. Like you said, you know, go, go cook some hamburgers and all that. But take some time to remember those 
who died so we could do that. Yeah, absolutely. It's very important. Uh, and then you feel better about having a good time with your friends. You and know? you know the thing about those people who died so we could do that? They were all kids. Yeah, young, young, young people That's mostly. Right. You know, and and and, and also if if you're a uh, long-term floater, if you're a professional floater, such as myself, mm-hmm. okay, you know not to go on the river on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting till the next weekend. Well, what you do, you, you can go to the river and stand and watch right. all the people. But you it's, won't actually see the river well, for all the tubes. Yeah. A lot of people, I, I wait till the weekend after yeah. to do my first float. you got to zig when people zag. Exactly. So, but the problem is, even right now, that water's still a bit chilly. I don't care. <laughs> I'm getting my ass in the river. It's, it's first well, time in four years yeah. I'm going to get my ass into that river. No, we're, we're going to go. Oh yeah, we're gonna. You go. and I, we, and yeah. James, and Don, we, we all got Elaine. We all got to float, man. We're, we're gonna do it all together. All right, quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. I like turtles. The Ramsey reality check is brought to you by Stand Square, just yards from the White House. B.R. Thomas is there with the latest. Just before 10 p.m., the truck is seen by witnesses speeding in the heart of the nation's capital before veering off the street and smashing into a section of security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square, across from the White House's north lawn. The driver backs up and then rams the barriers a second time. The Secret Service, U.S. Park Police, and D.C. officers rushing to the scene, detaining the driver on the spot. Well, with the clock ticking, no deal yet in the debt ceiling standoff, but President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy both called their meeting last night productive. More from Mary Bruce. After meeting for over an hour with President Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy declaring their one-on-one their best yet. I think the tone tonight was better than any other time we've had discussions. We still will have some philosophical differences, but I felt it was productive in that manner. But nothing was agreed to, and neither side will say where progress may be made. Republicans are refusing to raise the debt ceiling to pay the nation's bills unless Biden agrees to slash federal spending, streamline oil and gas projects, and impose new work requirements for federal aid programs. Well, tomorrow marks one year since the school massacre in Uvalde where 19 students and two teachers lost their lives. Derek Dennis reports. Uvalde's mayor yesterday acknowledged the lingering questions about the delayed law enforcement response that day. We realize you still don't have the answers that you need, and it's frustrating to all of us. For that, I apologize. He says officials are close to finalizing an agreement that would allow the city's investigator to access police records to determine if any officers should be disciplined. And Uvalde's mayor also says plans are moving forward to demolish the crime scene. Rob Elementary. Gas prices holding steady as we get ready to head into the holiday weekend that's coming up. Alex Stone looking at new numbers. Memorial Day travel demand can often bring a spike in gas prices, but so far that's not yet being seen this year. New data from the Energy Department shows the average price of regular unleaded is sitting stable at three fifty three a gallon, generally where it's been for two weeks. And in some areas like the Gulf Coast, gas prices are still going down. Drivers along the Gulf Coast are paying just three oh four a gallon. Statewide average in Texas up three cents overnight to three dollars and eight cents in San Antonio. The citywide average is three dollars and four cents, an increase of four cents since yesterday. Well, San Antonio's pro arena football team offering all military members 50 percent off admission during a military appreciation game this Sunday. The Gunslingers heading back to the Freeman Coliseum. It's the first game since their home opener April 8th. They'll be taking on the Jacksonville Sharks. If you want the discount for military members, you got to get your tickets online through Vet Ticks. Other home team fans 
can go through Ticketmaster. Kickoff is Sunday at 3 p.m. And speaking of sports, Lakers get swept by the Nuggets. Here's Rudy J with the latest. In the NBA playoffs, the Denver Nuggets are off to the NBA Finals as they hold off the Lakers in L.A. in Game 4, 113-111 to finish off the sweep. Nikola Jokic finished with a triple-double of 30 points, 14 boards, and 13 assists. His eighth of the postseason, breaking Wilt Chamberlain's record for the most triple-doubles in a postseason. Tonight, another potential closeout as the Heat look to finish off the Celtics in Miami. Tip-off is set for 7.30, and you can catch it on both 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star and San Antonio's ESPN 1250 starting at 7. In the NFL, the Cowboys and Texans began OTAs yesterday. That will run off until June 15th. In the MLB, the Texas Rangers fell in their series opener to the Pittsburgh Pirates 6-4. They continue that series today with first pitch set for 535. And the Houston Astros blasted the Milwaukee Brewers 12-2 for their eighth straight win as Jordan Alvarez went deep twice, including a grand slam. They continue that series tonight with first pitch at 640. I'm Rudy J for 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. 803 AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic next. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So I want to talk about something they're talking about in uh, in Austin right now during the legislative session. Yes. Which ends this week. So if right. they're going to get anything, any of these things done, and the top three are property taxes, uh, of course, the, the electric grid and school choice. Now, that's what I want to talk about real quick. Yes. Um, all of my life here, you know, at least doing talk radio here for 35 years, but most of my broadcasting life doing radio programs, <laughs> I've done a lot of talking about what I believe to be what fixes education. Right. And that's competition. I, yeah. I believe competition fixes everything. <laughs> no. I, I, you know, I, I think it makes everything a whole right. lot better. Right. And that's one of the reasons we have monopoly laws on the books. Remember they busted up, uh, you know, Southwestern Bell and all sure. the baby bells and all, and then it became AT&T and so on. The only, the only entity that has uh, monopolies anymore is the government. You know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Not really. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, th- that's, they're reptiles. They, that's what they do. That's right. They don't allow right. anybody to have any, uh, any uh, monopolies, but they do. Right. And education is their biggest one. It's their biggest moneymaker. Mm. And for any number of reasons, education need to be busted up. You know, like they busted up Southwestern Bell. The education monopoly held by the government needs to be busted up, and it needs to be uh competition right and here in texas um uh, there's a couple of other states in the union that are doing it florida is one of them florida's leading on a whole lot of issues allows parents to keep their money in other words <clears throat> you still have to pay the taxes but then you get a savings account with eight thousand dollars a year in it and you right. can take your child to the school of your choice with that eight thousand dollars right i fully and completely support that now there's a battle in in austin about it because any number of reasons. Number one is Democrats don't want it because that gets into their pocket, right? Mm. Because the whole thing between the teachers' unions and legislators, whether it's on a statewide basis or federally in, in D.C., is nothing more than just you know running money through the, the legislators and back to the unions. Well, there's also a lot of contractors that supply stuff for education that they you know are in that cycle too. That's right. And they are all they're all helping each other out. That's man. exactly. You scratch my back, I'm gonna right, scratch yours, right. and they do Textbook it all the time. Companies, yeah, stuff like that. buddy, everything. Uh, that's one reason. The other reason is in, is indoctrination. 
right? Yeah, so they, they don't want to give up <laughs> right. the indoctrination of children, moving us more towards socialism in America, and perpetuating this whole idea that you have to look to the government and not to God. Don't look to your parents. Don't don't look to God. Don't you know? Get out from underneath religion and just look to the state to cure all your ills is what they indoctrinate the kids with. So we're battling that here in Texas to bring uh, school choice uh, to Texas. There are actually Republicans who are voting with the Democrats to keep it the way it is. One well, of course, yeah. is State Representative Ken King, a former school board president from Canadian, Texas. <laughs> Gary Van Dever, a former school superintendent from New Boston, Texas. And Drew Darby of San Angelo, Texas. Those are the Republicans that are voting with the Democrats. Now, here's the thing about it. King represents the Texas Panhandle School District. <laughs> less than half of the students, less than half, are at or above grade-level reading in his school district. Only 40% of students in his district are at or above grade level in math. Van Dever represents a Northeast Texas district where only 52% of students in his district are at or above grade level in reading, 43% at or above grade level in math. And Darby's Central Texas district Less than half of the children in reading or doing math are at above a grade level. The point is, they're all underperforming. These guys say, well, the reason I'm going to stick with public schools is it's working. <laughs> the hell it is. Right. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's an observable fact, right? I mean, the, the, government does have, the government does have at the state level and local level and federal level certainly a lockhold on public education. They own it to a certain extent. And guess what? They suck at it. That's right. They, they're horrible at educating people. And this is not a slam against individual teachers and schools that do quite well despite all this. We both have friends who are teachers and who are dedicated people. Yep. Okay. But the, the, the structure, the spine, the bones of the education system in this country is owned by the government and the unions. And, and it's, it's, yeah, the indoctrination is in, incredibly important to them. Uh, the money river is is incredibly important to them, and they don't care about the fallout of of things like you're graduating entire generations of people who can't read and can't do simple math. They don't care they about don't, that. They don't it care. doesn't matter anymore. Nope. All right, and that's what's sick about it. And look, this is why you mentioned competition. This is why Democrats in general just hate the whole idea of competition because in anything competitive, they fail. Right. They absolutely fail. So if if you had school choice, if schools had to market themselves and sell themselves to students or to parents to get their kid in there, if they had to compete against each other, just like in any other uh, avenue of life where you have competition, there'd be innovators, there'd be people coming up with different kinds of schools that might fit you perfect, uh, perfectly, they might come up with a, a school that, again, reflects your religious beliefs or your worldview or maybe just educationally. And so there'd be a, a greater diversity right mm -hmm. of educational opportunities sure. education again would thrive some of it would fail it's competition well look here's the deal and again it goes back to that the stupid people are going to cost us our country yes, right they because are. that's, that's they're what they're making, making more they're stupid making people. them in the public school system that's what the public school yeah, system yeah. is turning out is stupid people it's, yes. it's happening every single day people who can't read and write i just read the statistics to you right people who can't get into college without going through a remedial course of of many many kinds before they can even qualify in fact yeah. it's so bad that colleges now are just getting rid of the whole requirements they you don't are. you don't have to have requirements you have act sat well, forget all that stuff you know, it that. doesn't it's right. not equity and, yeah. you know and so uh while they are doing that we're falling farther and farther behind we all know 
that instead of this cultural crapola of transgenderism, which is the number one issue that Democrats want taught in the school, can you believe that? That's the no- their number one issue. Instead of that, we need to be teaching them in math and science and technology, history of our country, the founding Honest of our country. history of yes, our country. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not, not the, the CRT version, made right. up crap. Yeah, and we need to be teaching civics so people understand how yes. our system of government works and all that kind of stuff. But instead of doing that, the Democrats in America, and this will tell you where Democrats are, are taking our country, are, are focusing in on the trans thing, and that's what they want to create. They want to groom a bunch of kids. They want to groom a bunch of stupid people so they can control them oh, yeah. 100%. So over in North Carolina, the Democrat governor over there yesterday, last night, declared a state of emergency. What's going on? Is it a hurricane? No, there's no hurricane. Is it a tornado? No, it's not a tornado. It's Republicans in his legislature who are about to pass school choice. <laughs> now, Sean, check this out. Oh, no. Here's, that's right. And he declared a state oh, of emergency. Sit down. A state of emergency. Sit down and shut so up. So here's, here's what he said. He calls it a sc- school choice is a scheme to pour government tax money into private schools that are unaccountable to the government. So let me go back and par- <laughs> oh, parse that for a second. It's a scheme uh, to pour government tax money. No such thing as government tax money. Mm, it doesn't exist. Our money. That's exactly yes. right. Yes. Into private schools that are unaccountable to the government. Well, that's kind of the point, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? What we have now are schools that are unaccountable to the parent. That's, right. That's where they are, okay? They're trying to cut you, the parent, out of the equation. That's right. So I don't want to hear anybody running their trap about accountability who's pro-teachers' uh, union, who's pro-public uh, uh, school funded by the government and controlled by the government, well, funded by you and I, uh, and they're really just indoctrination camps. I mean, it, it's to me, it's a sin. You and I are, are great readers. Jack's a great, obviously a great reader. We love reading books. Mm-hmm. It's a sin that we are graduating legions of young people who can't read, who have no curiosity about reading, who can't do simple math, who don't understand their their own rights. Mm-hmm. What are their? I mean, if you don't understand civics, you and, and American history, you probably don't really understand your own rights. Well, that, how do you know when right. you, you've lost them that's if you don't exactly know they're, right. they're that's there? Exactly right. And so I just got a note from a guy who says Charles Butt and his pack are fighting against school choice. Well, th- think about that for a minute. Does Charles Butt want a, a an educated workforce? No. <laughs> I mean, Let me think about what's, that. He, no. what, what's he going to do with an educated workforce? Well, and it's right? not yeah, it's not being critical of people who nope. work in the who work Absolutely their asses not. off in the in the supermarkets. Nope, okay, that's but, not it. That's not what I'm saying. But he he's all he, for it, limiting people. Yes, if if you're of an elitist mind. You want more drones. Absolutely. You know what I mean. You want more robots. You do. Put you it, want more. Put it in this bag. Put it in that bag. Take it out to the car. That's what he wants to create. Now that's that's not what I'm saying. Those you know that the, they're unintelligent people. No, but, but no, he wants the smartest certain, people I've met. I met in convenience right. stores and supermarkets. That's exactly right. But that's what he wants. Yeah. In oh, his yeah. mind, that's what he wants. It's an elitist view. Yes, yeah. it is. And we're falling farther and farther behind because of the way education is done. And to say to parents, it's they're not your kids. Number one, <laughs> which is what. Corrine Jean-Pierre said again on Saturday night. Right. And number two, that's not your money. (laughs) Go to hell. That is my money. And that's why we need to get back to, you know, empowering parents and people to make those choices for their kiddos. This is one good thing. Just one final thought. Sure. This is one good thing that came out of the pandemic. 
because before yes, before all I, the kids yeah. came home for two years, mom and dad didn't know what was going on. At the, the school sucked before the pandemic, right? Well, they but did. mom and dad didn't know it till the kiddos came home. Mommy and dad are walking by the laptop, yeah, going, "You, you school suck." Yeah. <laughs> and remember, because I think I was out in L.A., they wanted to ban parents from being able to see yes, sir. the at-home teaching. Yes, Why sir. would that be? Right, exactly. You know, what are you afraid of? Exactly. Well, lots of stuff, you know. So I, I, I don't know how we break the stranglehold that the government has on, uh, because you do have a lot of Republicans who are in on the scheme, too. I don't know how you break the stranglehold over the, uh, uh, over the education system in this country. Other than just routinely voting against it, that's you know, what, but uh, what you have to do. That's the only thing you really can do. And showing up at the meetings, no matter how they target you. Go to the school board meeting. Yes. Uh, God bless you guys for hitting it out of the park. Uh, I've been a proponent of school choice for many years, but I can tell you the bill on the legislature is not what Texans want for school choice. I agree. They've watered it down. It almost mm. means nothing now. Right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, he sent his own child to private school. That is correct. The Democrat governor in, in North Carolina absolutely sent his own child to private school, his own children to private right, school. Right, right. So they, the public schools are good enough for yours, but not good enough for mine. Competition and education works great at the college uh, level. So why wouldn't it work at the entry level? Kevin says that's right. And why are schools responsible for students failing and not the parents of these students? School choice doesn't fix parents. It does crowd out local kids uh, from schools closest to them. So there's some thoughts. When we get back, I have an example of something regarding the education system that I witnessed over the weekend. Fantastic. Let's do that. That'll be a little window into what we're talking about. Back in just a minute. More Wear and Ryman coming up. Bridgehead IT. Now, this is the future. This is where kids need to be, thinking about IT and and working in IT and how they can have a very successful career in IT. And Bridgehead, by the way, if you're looking for a career in IT, they'd like to talk to you about that as well. But at Bridgehead IT, they are all about taking care of the IT business for your business. Whether you have a small shop, uh, you got a mid-sized company, something like that, they're ready to take care of you, uh, all the way up to the biggest companies in Texas, which they do, and they do handily. They create programs to help your employees. If your employees are overworked and overstressed and you're worried they're at the breaking point, let me tell you something. Our friends at Bridgehead IT can put together automation programs to alleviate a lot of that stress off of your employees. They can also do inventory management, personnel management, all those kind of things uh, for your company to really improve the bottom line. Cybersecurity is a really huge deal right now, and Bridgehead IT is America's leader in cybersecurity protection for your your business. That's BridgeheadIT.com. Partly sunny at 88 today, a thunderstorm possible tonight and tomorrow. And right now, 73 at KTSA. Good morning. Still dealing with that accident on 1604. KTSA.com. And it's 823 with Warren Rima on KTSA. Well, you know, we're talking about the stranglehold that liberal Democrats government has on public education. And all the, and I, all the way up also through the collegiate level to a certain extent, you know, obviously. And I... I it's all about indoctrination, you know, from day one. You and I are both aware of this. We both have seen kids pass through this system. Uh, and I, I, so this weekend, this is interesting. I, I just thought about this. This weekend, I could say this now because she's done. My kid graduated from Mesa University uh, in Grand Junction, Colorado. It's a very small uh, uh, liberal arts college. Uh, Grand Junction basically grew around the college. It's just a little town, little college. Okay. The commencement speech was given by Jared Polis, the governor of the state of Colorado, which I thought was interesting. 
That is interesting. Because uh, yeah. it's not a big, mm-hmm. it's not a Denver school. It's mm-hmm. not a huge. Not the University of Colorado. No. It's not the it's, Buffaloes. No, it's it's just this little hippie college in the mountains. Right. And he gave the commencement speech, okay? And it was all about thermodynamics. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> he spent the, it was the most bizarre thing he spent the entire, because I'm, I'm, a commencement speech is, I'm sending you off into the world. Go get them, big boy. Go get them, tiger. Yeah. You know, it's really supposed to be arousing. Uh, you can do it, whatever you want. Follow Den- your Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Oh, my God. Jared Paulus Paul- gets up there and talks about, it was basically climate change. Talks yeah. about thermodynamics. Oh, God. And he tied every little sage bit of crummy advice, <coughs> excuse me, to these graduates, uh, to thermodynamics and fighting for the planet. Point being... That that's it, from from preschool to graduate college. That's it. The climate change is just one example because you could fold in anything else. It could have been about trannies. It could have been about CRT. It could have been about any number of you know, powerpoints with the liberal agenda. <coughs> but it's always there, mm-hmm. all the way up to the very end. That's He's right. not even going to send you out into the world with you know, hey, work harder or you know, whatever, trust yourself, follow your dreams. No, it's hey, we need to be concerned about thermodynamics because the Earth is dying. Yeah. You know, it was absurd. It man. is absurd. It's, it's the ridiculousness of this whole climate change thing, which is not real. This people like Jared Polis knows it's not real. Yeah. People like Barack Obama know it's not real, and the reason we know that is because they build these big mansions right on the water. Where they say yes. the mansion is going to be, you know, inundated with water, they're all just lying about it. The whole climate change thing was made up to control people. That's all it was well, made up to, to do to make money control, and control well, people. Of course, it, of really, course. it's you know. Well, that's that comes from controlling. Al Gore people. has made yeah. vast that's, amounts of money. That comes from controlling people. Yes, that's yes. how you make oh, money. Yes. You yeah, got to control people, and you'll make all the money. Right, and that's all it's all about. It, they don't believe the world is 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 under stress. They don't believe. I, I talked about this on Friday. That we had uh, on on Thursday and Friday, we had these uh, ozone action days, right? Right. So you're supposed to believe that when you go out and you put uh, gasoline in your Ferrari that you have parked out back, (laughs) that that's really going to kill the planet if you do it between the hours of 3 and 6 this afternoon. (laughs) You know? The party of science is full of crap, Yeah, and it's all about control. So don't put gas in your Ferrari between 3 and 6 this afternoon. What the hell is that supposed to do? You know, nothing. And that's the point. It controls you. It's another avenue. Right. Okay. And you know, lily white liberals, man, they're going to be like, I can't put gas in my car this afternoon because I may kill the planet if I do. They just walk lockstep behind this crap. But then again, they've been hearing it since kindergarten. Well, that's the point, is that they are indoctrinated, which is why we need school choice to end the indoctrination. I agree. We need guys with bu- bu- uh, bu- uh, with with man parts, <laughs> man <laughs> parts that will stand up to right. That will stand up to the, yeah. the teachers' unions, right? And, which is a, they're, they're criminal organizations, is what they are, and stand up to them and say, "Hell no, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to do school choice." And mom and dad, you decide where you want your kid to go. And if you know what, somebody mentioned this in a text a minute ago. If you want your kid to go to the corner school that was built by public funding, fine, take your kid to the corner, but give everybody else a chance to go where they want to. I agree. Hey, if you want to teach your kid yourself, do homeschooling. Their numbers are routinely vastly beyond anybody graduating from the public school system. One, that's right. And one <clears throat> final thing about that. What could be more American than school choice? And what could be more anti-American than saying, this is where your kid well, has to go to school? That right there 
is socialism in and of that's the structure it is of that. when it's when it's the policy of your government to be yes. anti-american that's right that's what you get liberty is choice that's yeah. you know the, well, and and so if you have liberty you have choice to take your kid and, wherever you want to and competition sure, is right. a healthy thing in the Got education it. system just like it is in business and entrepreneurship and all that stuff that's right so Okay. Excellent. We'll take a break. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy writing a book about Tucker I want to talk about. When oh, we come sure. Back. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited, Lifestyles Unlimited Financial Freedom, Livestream.com. You talk about freedom of choice. You talk about liberty. You talk about getting yourself a financial freedom. Uh, this is what it's all about. That's why they call the website FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That's where people like David Fisher, Dale Walmsley, and others teach you how to invest in real estate. Certain principles you need to exercise to start making money in real estate, and you can start doing that right away. And when you make your money in real estate, then they're going to teach you how to sell that property and turn it over into another property, how to get the financing that you need to move that property along its way until you sell it and move on. I mean, it's an amazing process, and they have come up with a plan to help you retire in five years or less and it's not smoke and mirrors i have friends that have actually done it now you're going to work but if you're not afraid of work and if you're ready to do this the people at lifestyles unlimited will teach you the guiding principles on how to be a success at investing in real estate financialfreedomlivestream.com get incredible discounts by using my name where w-a-r-e there's a race going on inside your body and sometimes the vice and play KTSA. Yeah. It's yeah. 837. It's wearing rhyme on KTSA. You, you see how pretty it is out there? I, it's very pretty. I think Betty's going to get rode today. You're going to be riding your motorcycle. I think that's a possibility. You're going to be riding your motorcycle. That's a real possibility. I'm going to be napping. To, I know, go ahead. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> that airport. That's your one trip for the next ten for the decade. I, you know, you and I your were talking about this, decade. and I, you know, I, I love going to Corpus. You know, when we do our little trips to Corpus, but uh, man, I used to love roaming the earth. I used to love traveling. Yeah. I hate it now. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. You're going to be an old fart. I just, I really am. Yeah. I just, it's not. You're an old it, fart. You know, I, I love that I was able to be there for my kid, but yeah. beyond that, right. I don't like going anywhere anymore, man. Man, I want to stay put, No, baby. I, I hear you, man. I, I feel the same way. I, I like it when I'm there, yeah. right? And so I want to become a black rap star so I can buy a jet. <laughs> That's what I'm working on. I'm working on my black uh, rap star status. Jay-Z and Beyonce just bought the most expensive yeah. home ever sold in, Al- in Los Angeles. That's right. That's for $200 right. million bucks. Yeah, buddy. But, you know, actually, this brings to mind one more thing. Yeah. I lay the, maybe sure. you've experienced this, too. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this. Right. When I was flying out to Colorado, I got yelled at by an old woman. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 an old woman. I didn't even know she was there sitting in the seat before me. What did you do? She, I, we, we landed, and she, her head pops up over the seat, and she's, you know, and she says, would you stop coughing in my ear, please? Oh, wow. And she sat back down. Oh, wow. I didn't cough once the entire plane So ride. it wasn't you. I don't know why yeah. she's tripping, man. But I mean, she yelled and chick got in my face. Yeah. We just landed, man. Right, 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 right. I'm just looking at her like, what? Yeah. Okay. On the way back, I'm flying back. Okay, and I'm on the window seat, and a young gentleman sits uh, is assigned to the seat right next to me. Okay, and he's like, and nobody sits in the 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 aisle seat. He goes. Hey, look, man, you know, if nobody nobody gets in that seat, I'm going to get up once we get in the air, and I'll move over there so we both have some more elbow room. 
Point being, yeah. when you're flying out of Texas, right. you almost always have to deal with rude-ass people. Yeah. When you're flying back to Texas, mm-hmm. the people are always nice and polite. Right. I've noticed this. People in Denver are rude. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. I think anybody else from out there is rude. Right. Okay. Whenever yeah. you're flying, but Denver people are, Colorado well, people are, are so rude here's for the some deal. odd reason. I, I follow the rules, although they're bogus rules. Right. right. So, like, you know, tray table up, seat up, you know, sure. upright position. Those are all the rules. rules. Matter. The rules matter. But there's, listen, if your seat is laid back upon takeoff or landing, it's not that big of a deal because they only lay back an inch. Yeah. And I it's don't not care. A, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. So, anyway, I, but when we hit 10,000 feet, when that ding, goes off that you're at 10,000 feet, I hit the button, I lay the seat back because right. I'm a big guy, right? you know, and right here about my waistline is where it starts to hurt. So anyway, I uh, I did that one time. There's an old, 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 old lady sitting behind me, little old bitty tiny thing. She couldn't have been four foot five. And she sat behind me and I hit the button. I waited to 10,000 feet and the seat only goes back an inch. Only it only an is inch allowed to go back. Yeah. It's only manufactured it's to go like back. It's not like I'm so in far. her lap. It only right. goes back just a tad. Yeah, look at that batter going, hey. Yeah, man. Trey. But she slaps the back of my head. <laughs> she slapped your head? <laughs> she, she assaulted said, you? You're not allowed to do that. Why are you laying your seat back in my lap? And I said, uh, with all due respect, ma'am, with your age, with all due respect, I paid for this seat, and I'll lay it back if I want to. I'm following the rules. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were you flying out of Texas? Yes. See? Yeah, I was leaving See, San Antonio. people are rude, and yeah. they suck when you're flying out of Texas. I was flying to New York. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay, Karen. All okay, right. that's right. Uh, so I want to bring up this thing. Uh, Chadwick Moore. Chadwick Moore is uh, writing a Tucker Carlson biography. Mm. He has been spending a year with Tucker and Tucker's right. family and Tucker's production staff. It, it, for, for people who don't understand, the production staff on Tucker's show didn't work for Fox. They worked for Tucker. Yeah, yeah. T- Tucker has paid an X amount from Fox. Let's say it's $20 million a year. Let's yeah. just use that round figure. But he has to buy his staff. Right. He has to pay his staff. It's a self-contained deal, right? Right. So anyway, this guy, Chadwick Moore, has been working with these people for an entire year researching this book and so on. The book, by the way, is available for pre-order. I'm going to get me. I'm going to order sure. a copy of this sure. thing. It's a biography of Tucker Carlson. Anyway, he knows Tucker well. He says the the Democrat media in America and the portrayal that they put up of Tucker is not the real Tucker sure. Carlson. He's a totally different person, and that's not surprising at all. But what he did say was he was on the last show that Friday night, April, what it was, the 21st, whatever it was. He was on that show. Chadwick was. Tucker was fired that night, right, right after that Friday night show. The monologue on Monday was going to expose some new information, revelatory stuff, about J6, (laughs) Ray Epps, and what actually was going on with this guy. If you're not familiar with that name, Tucker was pretty much a – well, he was a hound dog on this Ray Epps story. He was the – you wouldn't have heard Ray Epps' name without Tucker Carlson, period. Ray Epps allegedly was the FBI uh, informant, possibly an FBI guy, who was there on J6, and the only guy, the only guy on video encouraging the other guys there to riot, yelling at them, going, this way. He put on a MAGA hat. This Mm. way. You go that way. Go this way. And Tucker stayed on him and stayed on him and stayed on him until he came up with some info. Where Monday he was going to expose the info. And number two – they do have the documentation. This is where Fox is in a whole lot of trouble. They have the documentation 
that they gave up Tucker to Dominion to settle that lawsuit. Yeah. That Dominion, the Dominion voting machines, mm. going to be heavily involved in 2024. You don't want a truth teller that's going to be digging into the election and into the Dominion machines that are going to be used for the election if for some reason the election is tinkered with. You wouldn't right. want a guy that's going to investigate that. You want him on the sidelines. And so Dominion is part of this lawsuit. And they're, they're thinking that the entire lawsuit was brought to get rid of Tucker yeah. so that he wouldn't be on, you know, wouldn't be anywhere around for the 2024 well, election. You know, what's interesting about that situation is that, and you know how I, my, my brain operates, like what, what makes the most sense, right? I mean, you, you look at it on the, at the fi- on the firing of Tucker Carlson on its surface level and you take some of the surface level explanations for it, it really doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why you would cut loose your anchor, why you're going to cut loose the big show on your lineup. It doesn't make any logical sense until you plug all that stuff in there. Okay, where most conspiracy theories lose me is they don't make any damn sense, or it's too convoluted, or the payoff for doing it doesn't make any sense. This makes absolute sense, and, and you can really kind of go step by step and see the evidence for yourself. Obviously, he was fired or, or let go for some political reason because of something he was going to do. It wasn't financial, was it? It wasn't financial. It wasn't right. ratings. No, it wasn't ratings because he was bringing those in buttloads to Fox News. That's where it doesn't stops making sense from a business standpoint, right, from a business model. So there has to be some other reason. You plug in Dominion, who they are. You plug in a lot of the stuff he was saying about about the voting machines back in the day. You look at... Look, Mike Lindell getting shaken down over his opinions about the voting machines. Dominion obviously holds a lot of sway with a lot of people who may have been in on the know as far as January 6th, as far as the election of 2020. It all it, it all makes sense. And unfortunately, it makes dark sense because this is evil at work. But I, I, I agree. I, 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 everything you've explained makes absolute so sense. So J6 was an inside operation. Because, well, it, it, and just to jump yeah, in, yeah. because they also uh, had Trump was going to give them extra security and military. They turned it all down. Exactly Why? Right. Because. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's right. Because J6 was an inside operation. Yes. And Tucker knew it was. And remember, he's the only guy that played the video from everything. The guy's just walking around inside. And he you know. rattled their cages yes, because they were saying the exact opposite. Right. So the deep state, here's the conspiracy part of it that's not very conspiratorial. The deep state had to get rid of him mm-hmm. before he brought all of that illusion of J6 down, yep. which he was about to do by exposing Ray Epps and whatever else was going on. And, and number two, they couldn't have him on the scene exposing uh, machines that may be rigged or whatever might be going on behind the scenes or whatever. They can't have him no. talking about any of that stuff leading up to 2024. They had to eliminate his voice. That's why yeah. they're paying him to shut up for the next year until 2024 is I over. I absolutely believe everything you just said. They've got another election to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> so right. they got to get rid of the, the obstacles right. in the way. They, they, have, they have to make J6 real. They yeah. can't have somebody blowing up J6 because they're going to use that against well, Trump. That would, yeah, that would hurt them in the election, obviously, if people found out in large measure that this was totally a put-on. Yep. Uh, exactly. You know, That's it. it th- th- people find out, and they're like, oh, these people are scumbags, even the most hardcore idiots. That's it. You know, if you have irrefutable evidence right in front of them. Yeah, true. That's it. That's you the know, thing yeah. right there. They had to get rid of him. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Wear and Rima coming up. Hest Fitness Products. Hest is best. 
you'll look better, you'll feel better, and you'll do more when you get your fitness equipment from Hess Fitness Products, like I've been doing now for about a dozen years at Hess Fitness Products. That's where you find elliptical machines and rowing machines and treadmills and, of course, every kind of weight machine or free weight that you can imagine or kettlebells or Y-bells. Or e everything is there at Hess Fitness Products. But the best thing that they have is their people. The fact that they hire people that know how to ask you the right questions about your goals. Is it flexibility? Is it cardio health? Do you need to work on your blood pressure? All those kind of things. And then they match you with the right piece of equipment based on your physicality. That's what I love about Hess Fitness Products. And their owner, Albert Kessler, is one of the nicest guys that you've ever met. And he's smart. It, and not only do they sell equipment to you and me for home use, but they also sell commercial-grade equipment as well at Hess Fitness Products. It's beautiful. If you go to like a, a big box store and you buy a treadmill or a weight machine at a big box store, five minutes after you bought that thing there, the guy who sold it to you is going to be selling shoes. It's not a knock on him. That's what they do, right? Well, at Hess Fitness Products, they sell fitness equipment, and that's all. They're at 281 and Thousand Oaks. I want you to stop in today, say hi to the guys over at Hess Fitness Products, and just check it out. It's a beautiful place with incredible equipment. Hest Fitness Products. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed for.